Five Drive. Gotcha. We uh, launched this thing on the show yesterday. We said we've got a big platform, massive, massive potential to do good with it. And we want to get stuck into this idea. We're calling it sensation, which we quite like. We want to get into this idea of thinking differently about mental health in different ways in which we can be helpful to people. Uh, and obviously, you know, normalize the conversation, lower the stigma. But maybe playing with the idea of the different senses that we have and many of us have them to different degrees and maybe to what extent they could be a powerful tool in combating a problem that many of us have so the first thing that you do when you do anything like this and we wanted to invite you into this process is a bit of research right so you get the right people on the line and you ask them the right questions so on the show now monique laidlaw she's an educator and program coordinator the south african college of applied psychology she's formerly done incredible things including be the performance coach for sharks she's on the line good afternoon welcome onto the show monique Hi, hi Nick, how are you? Doing well, it's a, it's a pleasure to talk to you I thought let's jump right into the deep end Yesterday Perfect. we wanted to get a sense of like how important a thing like this would potentially be to do So we opened up our phone lines and we said If you're interested in learning more about mental health or you're struggling with something Why not let us know? And yes, we've got a huge audience But you know, let's, let's look at this from a broad perspective and just ask you directly I mean, How common are mental health issues among young people generally well at the moment in south africa one in three young people will experience a mental health issue varying in severity so those percentages are extremely high and what about undiagnosed mental health issues and again specifically among young people how common so that is quite a um a crazy statistic so 65 percent of young people with mental health issues do not seek help so there is such a huge percentage of young people that are suffering in these areas that are not getting assistance or not talking about it. And to get into more detail there, 30% of that percentage don't think their problems are serious enough. 20% of those didn't know or how or where to access assistance. And 18% fear the judgment and stigma that come with seeking help. So these are the kind of things that we want to explore, and evidently there's a need for us to do it. I know this is painting with a broad brush, but generally speaking, you know, let's talk about things like, I've got a mate who's a psychologist, we often go out and just chat with each other about, he often advocates for things like routine, exercise, healthy diet, he says that they they can have a positive effect in many instances, is that true? Well, obviously, a healthy body is critical to aid good mental health, especially considering things like exercise, um, release endorphins, which is your happy hormones, etc. Um, routine is also critical as it creates stability and control. And when an individual feels constantly out of control, it can often increase feelings of stress and anxiety. So constantly asking yourself, what is within my control, can aid this, as we often spend so much time of our energy trying to control people's situations and outcomes that we just simply cannot. So let me try hit this on the nose too. I mean, what we want to do, excuse the pun, is we want to look at different sensations and we want to do this throughout the course of um, the next couple of weeks, starting with smell. And we were talking anecdotally about the relationship between smell and memory and emotion. And it's definitely true that that exists and that's there. But to the best of your knowledge, has anyone explored the sensation of smell and in particular what its relationship to mental health might be and whether or not it can be of any benefit to people? Well, it's actually interesting that you're going into this area because in psychology there's something called grounding, which involves accessing your five senses. 
um, and involves um, processes of meditation, etc. So when referring to smell specifically, it can have various therapeutic effects. So if you look at things like um, even the exercise of meditation and accessing your happy place, I heard you earlier mentioning something similar to this, and it could be easily triggered by a smell. So for instance, for me, smelling sunscreen takes me right back to when I was a kid and summer holidays and a happy place. And when people are going through a hard time, meditation can be really effective and impactful. And going back to that happy place, and a familiar and happy smell can be really great. As well as bringing about tranquility within someone, um, things like being out in nature is really huge. So something like the smell of rain or smoke from a, from a campfire, things like that often bring about um, endorphins and happy hormones and tranquility and peace. So absolutely, it can for sure contribute to your mental health. I'm thrilled to hear that because this is what we want to explore and this is the road we're going to go down. I think you've given us a fantastic starting point, Monique. Thanks for your time. I really appreciate it. I'm sure if we hit stumbling blocks and there's things we need to know, we'll get in touch with you and you'll help us unpack this as we move along down the road. Absolutely, we'd happily do that. We'll put this onto the catch-up page too on the Fire Map. Monique Laidlaw, she's an educator and program coordinator at the South African College of Applied Psychology. We want to explore this, the relationship between smell and mental health, and can good smells do something to alleviate mental health issues? If so, we want to get into that on the show. Catch up from some of the best moments from the 5 Drive team by going to 5FM's catch-up page on the 5FM app or 5